0: Welcome to the For Your Soul Podcast, a podcast for your soul. Welcome to the For Your Soul Podcast, a podcast for your soul in which I try to equip the church with sound doctrine and biblical truth. My name is Milton Kittini and thank you for joining me on today's episode of the For Your Soul Podcast. Now, in today's episode, I want to address a topic that I feel like many of us are currently struggling with. And that is the topic of spiritual complacency. So, when it comes to spiritual complacency, the best way to describe it is that even though we've been Christians for a while, there comes a point in our walks where our our love for God grows cold. And you, and, and, and you would know because... When you when you're a new believer, right? You have this love and desire for God, and you want nothing else in the world but but Him. And I I know that feeling because I I've been through that. So everything may seem good at the beginning, and you know you're reading your Word, you're 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 praying, you 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 want to preach the gospel to other pe- you want to preach the gospel to other people. And, but overall, you just have this desire for God. and, and that's a good thing, especially for for, for that time period because you, that's when you recognize that you you, you needed God. God. God was the only one who can save you. He was the only one who give you a new heart, uh, give you a new life and, and overall complete you and make you recognize making you recognize that there's nothing that can satisfy but, but him and him alone. But over time, that starts to fade away. Even though you may acknowledge those things, you may say mental those things, but over time your life starts to start to grow cold in the things of God. You, you you don't seek Him as much as you 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 sought Him in the past, or even when you do seek Him, it almost feels like a chore. Going to church seems even mundane, or 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 any spiritual discipline, whether it's reading the Word, prayer, fellowship, and so forth you start to feel cold and it's and it's tough because we know that we can definitely get we can definitely get caught up in in so many things that can lead to that complacency for instance life circumstances you know and for as long as we live in this world we're going to be dealing with many things we we just turn on the news you see what's going on in the world today or it, doesn't even have to be the news or just look at or what's going on in your own life what's going on amongst you family friends loved ones there's so many things that are going on in our lives where we get caught up in those things and as a result we start to lose sight of God because we let those things take place another reason for complacency is is busyness for those of us who work especially if you're working a full-time job you you know when you get home from work you're you're tired you don't want you don't you don't you don't want to see god you want to watch tv or or eat or or, or play video games or just to, you know just to, just to unwind you know and sometimes that means just maybe even sleeping in or just relaxing but overall when we get busy in life our devotion to god becomes secondary where we're not we're not we're no longer looking at God that that time of God as as a priority and and that's tough, especially with when it comes to the time of business because we we almost feel like we can't we can't cram God into our lives because we're so busy. but at the end of the day we're not ever too busy for God because there's always time of day where we do have some downtime. like I said, example after work working up in the morning or maybe you're traveling to work or traveling from work there are moments in our lives that we can make time for God but it sadly we don't and as a result we, we start to grow cold another reason distractions and given the time the age that we live in where we have so much technology we have the internet we have social media we have television movies platform streaming services etc we get distracted and so and even with even with good things at times because there's a lot of for instance you know watching a good documentary or a good movie is, is is cool every now and then but then at the same time we get so distracted by those things because we spend our whole time watching them. And then of course you have really bad distractions. For instance, pornography. and that's something that so many people are struggling with. And perhaps if you're listening to me right now, you probably want too. whether you're male or female, you might you might be dealing with this issue of pornography in your life where you've done it for, for so long and for so and for so much, you completely lose sight of God. And it almost becomes impossible to seek after him because you 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 basically have allowed this idol to take over your life, just like the other distractions. When we let something or someone take the place of God, it's an idol, and 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 it gets worse over time because we we've pretty much given over to that. And for so many of us, well, you may have started on the right track, going back going back to the beginning of your walk of faith, where like I said, you wanted nothing but him, all you wanted was him, but then you just let that one little thing get in your way, that one little thing take you off that path, off the narrow path, and and as a result, you you've compromised, you you you've let you've forgotten, you've forsaken your first love, and I I know I have, and and it's and, and and as a result we we lose sight of that we grow complacent we grow cold and of course another point to add to this which connects with the other ones is is laziness and that's the and that, and i would say that's probably the worst thing when it comes to spiritual complacency we 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 go lazy we 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 don't feel like seeking god anymore we don't feel like reading the word we don't feel like praying and for some and in some cases god is only reserved for emergencies yeah God is only reserved for emergencies in which he's just he's just left for that time of strife and and we seek him when we're going through something and after seeking him and after seeing God's provision in our lives by his grace of course where he answers our prayers but then afterwards we just go back to same old same old status quo and that should not be like that my friend, especially for us as Christians, because God has done so much in our lives and he's brought us so far so that we wo- so that we may not stand in that place. Because w- w- what is the difference between a an, a Christian who doesn't see God and an unbeliever who doesn't see God? You know, obviously you're not an unbeliever. I mean, especially if you're a true Christian, you're not an unbeliever. You, you believe in God. So... This isn't to say that because you, you've grown complacent that means you're not a believer. But, but what I'm trying to say is that, that for those who are unbelievers, they don't see God. Whereas a Christian does see God regardless uh, of whatever circumstances they are facing such as complacency. So ultimately, yes, if you are a true Christian, you will see God. You will get back to him. You will seek him and find him once again. Whereas somebody who maybe they say they are Christian, but yet... The life hasn't changed. And you know what? Maybe they've never really had a desire for God to begin with. That, ev- that even includes the honeymoon period where where a true believer would, would be on fire for God. Perhaps this, this person maybe just took on a religious label and, and just uses it to, to justify themselves. As to say, well, you know what? Regardless of what I've done in my life or, or what I currently do now, Right, meaning sin. God, God accepts me as I am, and you know I don't really have to seek Him at all because God accepts me as I am. I'm going to heaven automatically. I'll, I'll meet, I'll meet with Him there. And of course, that's not, that is completely a, a false description of a true Christian. If anything, if you're somebody who who is like that, then yeah, I would ask you to reconsider where you stand with God right now because it could be the possibility where you might not even be saved. Going back to the true Christians, for those who are saved, then you feel distant from God. When we we have to really take time to reflect on where we're at in our walks, because we know that God has done a work in our lives. We know that God has redeemed us, and and has provided for us throughout our lives. But yet we've grown cold, and we have to get back to to that. We have to remember. We have to remember who He is. We Rem- remember who He is. Remember what He has done for you through Jesus Christ. Remember how now after salvation we have been given the Holy Spirit who has renewed us, has re- regenerated our hearts. We have to remember the God who, ge- God who has given us his word, who equips us in living this life for him. And we, also, and we have to remember that we, we, we will ultimately be with God someday. And of course, yes, God is with us right now. But I'm saying one day. Forever in eternity, where there'll be no more sin, no more strife, no more sorrow. My friends, I look forward to that day. Not just simply because I'll, I'll be in heaven, not simply because I won't be on earth, but because I will be with God and God forever. And that should be our motivation every single day, my friends. Remember that if you if you are if you belong to Christ today, truly if you truly belong to Christ today. Just know that you'll be with him someday, and no matter what you're going through right now, whether it's come such as complacency, you can, you can, you you can grow from this. You can get up from this season. You can get back to getting on fire for God. Don't let the enemy sh- shower you with guilt, because that's another reason why I feel like so many Christians stay stuck in that complacency. Because you feel like perhaps after you see you haven't saw God in so long, you feel like man maybe. Maybe God doesn't want God doesn't want anything to do with me, or perhaps I feel so unworthy I can't I can't see God right now, or perhaps I, I don't think I sh- I can seek Him at all because I, I feel unworthy I, f- I failed as a believer. But you know what, my friends, we will fail, we will fall short, we will grow cold. But you know what? we have a God who never fails and doesn't fall short, and we have a God who and we also have a God who is steadfast and loving and forgiving and merciful. And my friends, and as the Word says in First John one nine, if we confess our sins he's faithful and just to forgive us following righteousness we're able to turn back to him we're able to cry out to him and say god i'm sorry i'm sorry for growing cold i'm sorry for having not for having not sought you as i used to and you know what he'll forgive you he'll hear us and he'll forgive us especially if your repentance is genuine if you if you know that that you know that you've offended god or you know that you know that you haven't been, been been up to par with your walk with him guess what God God will forgive you because you're not only are you sorry but you're willing to repent you're willing to turn away from your previous ways just as we repent from our sins we are to repent of our complacency And all, and also as I once as I recently heard we also are to repent of our repentance meaning that Repentance is more than just words because many times I feel like people treat repentance as some formula. For instance, you say, God, I'm sorry I repent. Thank you. I love you. Amen. Which would be a typical prayer. Of course, I'm not saying that thoroughly, but you know, just to give you a, just a brief idea of what I'm trying to say right now. You know, We're sorry. We ask God for forgiveness. We praise Him. We thank Him. And then after that, we go right back to where we were where we, we weren't seeking God because we never took action. Repentance is more than words. it is, and it's even more than a change of mind, which of course, yes, if you look up look it up in the Greek, repentance with the noise talking about changing of the mind, which is which is true, but theres a, there's a, a reason why that change of the mind is necessary because the change of mind is at leads to a change of action. And that's, what, that's what's key out of all of this. It is a change of action. Because our minds were changed, but moreover, our hearts were changed. Remember, when it comes to Christianity, it is not behavior modification. It is about heart transformation. Because as the word says, the heart is deceitful and wicked. Who can understand it? Jeremiah 17 verse 9. And we need that regeneration is the ultimate heart transplant because that is where God changes our hearts. He takes a heart of stone. He gives us a heart of, of flesh, a heart that was once hardened towards the things of God, a heart, heart that was in defiance towards the things of God to a heart that wants God and wants Him more and wants to serve Him and wants to be involved in the things of God, whether it's ministry or... Whether it's evangelism, whether it's studying theology and and getting into ministry, and but most importantly, when our hearts are changed by God, we want God. That's the first thing that we come to recognize. That's why, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, when we see God, when when, when we are rene- when we are born again, right right during during our conversion. We want God because we recognize what God has done in our lives right in that moment. Because prior to that, your life your life without God, we recognized that it was it was it was chaotic. A like life without God was chaotic because it was it was sinful. It was and and you ultimately you were lost. You were, you recognized that you were a sinner. You recognize that nothing in this world could could save you or could ever save you except God. And you and you come to realize that and and, and thank God for that. Thank God for what He has done for you in your conversion. But unfortunately we we, we lost sight of that because of the reasons I stated earlier. Well we, we we lost sight of that because we got caught up in the things of life, we got busy, we got distracted, and moreover we got lazy. But you know what? Don't let don't let that define your walk with God. Don't let that or nor better yet, don't let that hinder you from your walk with God. Because even though yes, those things are inevitable, we will face things that will deter our focus from God. But don't let that be the end all, be all. God has saved you for a reason, and as the Word says in Philippians one six, He who began a good work in you will finish it. Okay, God has done. Far more than we could ever understand. And yes, while well, there are things that we we can say that God has done for us, whether it's changing our hearts, whether it's His provision in our lives, so on and so forth, but you know what? God, He works in mysterious ways. For instance, then His providence where He works all things together for good. God has worked. He has done things in our lives that sometimes we may even recognize that He has done in our lives. God has done so much more than we could ever understand my friends and we must rejoice in that and use that as fuel to get back to him use that as motivation to get back to him because of what God has done in your life and addition and of course most importantly another motivation to add is get back to God because he is worthy he is worthy he is worthy my friends he is, worthy of, he is worthy of our praise and adoration. He is worthy of our seeking Him. He is worthy of our time. Okay? God is Seeking God should not be a chore. It is the highest of privileges. It is the greatest opportunity that we could ever have because it is an opportunity that, that we don't even deserve to begin with. Okay? Because apart from God, we stand condemned. We stand guilty. The only thing we deserve is His wrath. And hell. Condemnation. But because God was so merciful, God was so graceful, he showed us his love. Think of Romans 5, 8, where it says, while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Think about that. It says God didn't wait for us to be perfect. Obviously, we were never going to be perfect. But God didn't wait for us to, to just clean up our lives in order to, to come to him. God came to us while we were at our worst. At our worst. And he showed us his love. And he showed us his grace. And he redeemed us. He bought us with his blood. And purchased us. And ransomed us. And redeemed us. And awakened us. So we have more. We have more than enough reason to seek him. We have more than enough reason, my friends, to get back to our first love. That's because of who God is and what he has done. So in closing, here's a word from Jeremiah, the Old Testament prophet, in his book, in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 3. And this is what God says. Seek me, and you'll find me. Okay? Seek me, and you'll find me. God lays it off. That's what God is telling us right now, this day and every day. Seek me, and you'll find me. He's given us the condition The responsibility of seeking Him. But overall, we'll find Him. We'll find Him, my friends. But overall, just know that you'll find Him because He has found us first. He has found us first. He reached out to us when when we didn't want to reach out to Him. And right now, He's reaching out to us and saying, My child, my son, my daughter, come back. Return to me. Seek me and you'll find me. And yes, even though you may feel... Complacent right now, you may feel like you don't want to seek him. Seek him regardless of whether you feel like it or not. Because your feelings, at the end of the day, they fluctuate. They are not the authority in your life. God is the authority of your life. Seek him even if you may not feel his presence. Because sometimes, yes, even though I believe in his presence, but at the same time, even if we don't feel it, we should continue seeking God. Because God, trust me, God is there. He's still there regardless of whether you feel his presence or not. He remember he is with you everywhere you go. And if you are his child, if you are truly saved, then you belong to him. So there there is a way out of spiritual complacency. I know because that's something that I myself had to, to deal with as well. And I am encouraging I am encouraging you today to do likewise. You can't get back to God today. Keep going and keep and keep seeking God no matter what. Amen. Thank you for listening to the For Your Soul Podcast. For more information, you could follow me on social media as well as my YouTube channel where I upload every episode as well as clips on the For Your Soul Podcast. So be sure to subscribe to that. Also, if you would like to donate to the For Your Soul Podcast, you can do so at anchor.fm slash for your soul slash support. Overall, it really helps the podcast if you support it. And once again, thank you for listening to the For Your Soul Podcast. Be sure to give us... Five stars if you are an apple as well as a written review that also really helps the podcast and i hope to see you next time for another episode of the for your soul podcast a podcast for your soul